0: what's up everybody welcome to the paranormal mind podcast i am shane i'm josh i'm ray and we're trying to keep ray awake because he looks like he wants to go to sleep right now Actually, I'm fine, he's don't.
1: good i mean he's two beers in man don't worry That's,
0: you're good don't worry about me good. don't worry don't about me. worry
1: about me don't mean worry about me <laughs>
0: let's go ahead and jump into this okay on christmas eve 1945 a fire broke out in the solder family home in fayetteville west virginia again West Virginia. So, despite the frantic efforts of the parents and some of the children, five of the Sodder children were never seen again. In this podcast, we're going to be doing a deep dive on the vanishing of the Sodder children for people who have never I, heard of this story.
1: I, I love a good true crime.
0: True crime. Maybe paranormal. Maybe... maybe. maybe ufos who knows the home was occupied by george sodder and his wife jenny and nine of their 10 children at the time 10 damn children i've got four and i'm it's a handful already and ray's got five and josh has like 10 dogs <laughs> <laughs> four thank you four
2: dogs forever kisses right
0: george jenny and four of the nine children were able to escape the fire but the bodies of the other five children were never found. The Hmm. tragedy had a lasting impact on the surviving Sauter family who believed for the rest of their lives that the five missing children had survived.
1: Why would they think that?
0: I'm getting to that. So the Sauters never rebuilt the house and instead turned the site into a memorial garden to honor the lost children. In the 1950s, as they began to doubt that the children had perished, the family put up a billboard at the site with pictures of the five missing children, offering a reward for information that would bring closure to the case. In support of their belief that the children survived, the Sodders pointed to a number of unusual circumstances before and during the fire. George disputed the fire department's finding that the blaze was electrical in origin, noting that he had recently had the house rewired and inspected. He and his wife suspected arson leading to theories that the children had been taken by the Sicilian mafia. Well, wow. perhaps in retaliation for George's outspoken criticism of the fascist government of his native Italy. They speculated that there was some mafia involved in all of this stuff. And that's why the children were never found. Interesting. So despite state and federal efforts to investigate the case in the early 1950s, no new information was uncovered. However, the family did receive what may have been a picture of one of the boys as an adult during the 1960s. The last surviving daughter and their grandchildren continued to publicize the case in the media and online in the 21st century, keeping the story alive and hoping for answers. Now, the state fire marshal's office investigated the scene. After four days with no news, George bulldozed the site and covered it with five feet of dirt to create a memorial garden for his lost children. My question is, is why would you bulldoze everything? Four days? I, I know, I know, you know, it's a fire. It probably destroyed. But why, after four days, like, especially with five of your children missing? Still missing. Right. Why would you just go and bulldoze it and then put five feet of dirt on top of it? It was him. But he's got five other children. Four four other children.
1: He just didn't like those five.
0: (laughs) I mean, something, God forbid, happened like that in my life. I would not be bulldozing until I knew for certain any piece of evidence was collected from that site. Exactly. You know? I wouldn't do anything else. I would not do anything else. It's the strangest thing why he would do that. So the local coroner conducted an inquest that concluded that the fire was caused by faulty wiring. But George was not satisfied with this explanation. So at the same time, the father was still saying, look, this is not a good explanation. I want to know more. So he was that digging into it. Yeah, so it just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, There's true. a lot of inconsistencies here. So death certificates for the missing children were issued on December 30th. But the local newspaper contradicted itself, reporting that all of the bodies were found and then saying only part of one was found. George and Jenny were too heartbroken to attend the funeral for their children on January 2nd 1946 but their surviving children did so the surviving children went to the funeral funeral. but the parents didn't show up again that doesn't make a lot of sense i know if you're heartbroken that's one thing but why would you have your kids go yeah that's and not be their support system in some capacity you know but yeah why would you not be there to support your kids right it, it doesn't make sense look the, nine kids are not it's not it's look, not if like,
2: you have like three it's all the same <laughs> you yeah, know it's what, all though? the same
1: you know what oh god yeah. here we go <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the parents because uh, there's no way that you would live with ten I'll, kids or no, nine kids. No, there's no way. There's no way. At I could. some
2: point, they take care of themselves. Well, okay. except for it yours, is. not not mine.
0: <laughs> Good lord, they're going to be forty and still like well. asking for assistance to wipe. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> all right. So after the fire destroyed the Sauter family home, five of the children were presumed dead. But as evidence emerged suggesting that the fire was set deliberately, the family began to suspect that the children might still be alive. So there was some evidence that came into play here. Eyewitnesses claimed to have seen the missing Sauter children, and the family hired a private investigator to look into the case. Now, again, like if you were guilty of it, right. like if you were the father, why would you hire would somebody you to, this? to dig deeper? True
1: that is true you know
0: how old were the the missing children you're gonna have to look i don't, I don't have, look got look, him again look, I'm, <laughs> I'm sourcing all the topics y'all can help out a little bit jamie look this up now yeah look it up <laughs> <laughs> jamie pull this up on yes. google like I said, they hired a private investigator, and then they uncovered some startling information, including the fact that the coroner's jury that ruled the fire an accident included an insurance salesman who had threatened George Soder over his anti-Mussolini sentiments.
1: Here we go with the words. Okay. Mussolini.
0: They were 14, 12, 9, 8, and 5.
1: All the worst ages. <laughs>
2: Uh, true. Had, those are all the ages of my children, basically. So since there was one that was fourteen, now you have to take into account maybe something was going on in the house, nefarious in that fourteen-year-old, which was a, the oldest. It was a boy. He, uh, that's
0: true. So let's burn this bitch down. And roll oh, out. that's
1: a good a good true, point. True. Yeah. But
0: what if they called? But, but you would think it would be like, what were the ages of the other children? Like, were they younger? Were they older?
1: You would think at some point too the kid the surviving kids that are still there would have if there was something nefarious going on in the household, they would have spoken out by now. That is a good yeah. point. Okay, though.
2: so here yeah, so you had two year old Sylvia was well, still there, seventeen year old Marion Twenty three year old John and sixteen year old George Jr. Yeah, so for the most part they were
0: older. Right. So they, they were, were older. Yeah. Twenty three.
1: You
0: Got would think go. you would think in situations where it's not a child
2: anymore. Then, but
0: so. you would you would think in situations like that that the older kids would have something to do with it. Like if there was something nefarious going on, they would be privy to it and do something. Well, or, about that well the thing is is like people that are
2: abused yeah they don't normally come out and say anything about it especially if you find out that some of your siblings got away from the abuse yeah maybe i mean i'm not trying
0: to say this right by any means i'm just
1: you know it 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 smells of abuse though (laughs) to be honest
0: It's, it's possible and despite the fire marshal's conclusion that the fire had started due to an electrical fire, witnesses claimed that it had actually started on the roof of the house, which is strange.
1: That is strange.
0: So, But the most bizarre discovery came when the family dug up a metal box that Fire Chief F.J. Morris had secretly buried. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Morris had claimed that the box contained the remains of a heart that he had found in the ashes of the solder home how does a heart survive yeah it's strange but listen to this this is when the family took the box to the local funeral director and it was discovered that it actually contained fresh beef liver that had never been exposed to fire
1: so he just got beef liver and buried it in the why though the remains yeah that's kind
0: of weird why why bury it in a metal box wild and wonderful west, west virginia. virginia i mean
1: yeah you're yeah. at some point right there's so many wild pieces to this story that, that like this is just regular ass west virginia yeah that you're just like oh well i mean there's there's no explanation yeah,
0: yeah. so george Soder thought he saw his daughter betty in a magazine photo and drove all the way to her school to see her but was refused. He tried to get the FBI involved, but they declined. And in 1949, George convinced a pathologist to search the dirt at the house site and artifacts were found, including small bone fragments. They were confirmed to be human vertebrae and from the same person, estimated to be between 16 and 22 years old. Again, very strange. You said the oldest child was 14, 14 okay? So, but there were other bones found at the same site. Mm. Again, unless Mm. their investigation was inaccurate and it was actually the oldest. Was this the same doctor that
1: (laughs) she (laughs) died of (laughs) childbirth? Where's the baby?
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. It's just it's 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 very odd. Well,
1: here's a theory, though. What's that? Maybe somebody burned the house down because there were murders taking place there yeah. previous to, to this. Maybe one of the kids did it. So maybe the kids are actually alive and fled.
0: But the oldest kid was fourteen. Are you claiming? No, I'm saying it's not the kids. The
1: kids are actually alive. Maybe there were murders happening there.
0: But where where did the kids go? Unless it was, I mean... Well, it's it, a lot easier to disappear in 1945 than it is in... It's very true, especially in West Virginia. Yeah. Well, the family received letters and tips over the years, but none provided definitive answers. The surviving solder children continued to investigate and publicize the case, theorizing that the Sicilian Mafia may have been involved. The family hopes to learn what happened to their missing children, while some believe they likely died in the I fire. I just
2: don't think the Sicilian Mafia gives two shits about one, one dude in
1: West Virginia. BFA, well, West Virginia has
0: well, to say. And, and again, w- what you were talking about earlier, you're like, it's easier to disappear in, in, in the 40s, right? Could it be that they botched the investigation and, and could it be that they were really burned, unfortunately, in the fire? Yeah, they could have been. Could have you know,
1: been, but it, why haven't they found their body?
0: And these <laughs> uh, these are the kids too. It's really sad. They all look Italian. Very Italian. Yeah. Well, it's an Italian family. I know what do I'm you just expect? saying
2: like now that you see them, it's like yeah, they all look like <laughs> from Italy. They look like they're Italian. oh my god,
0: these Italian people look really Italian. <laughs> they
2: uh <laughs> amore. <laughs> make a mean calzone. <laughs>
0: But you know, is it, it w- whenever I, I listen to some of these stories and these cases and stuff, I always try to put myself in in the family at the time, their shoes. And I was like, what would I do if my children were missing after we had a house fire? I know for damn sure I would not bulldoze my house only after four days. That's what it, makes it, me think
1: he was hiding something. Right, like,
0: exactly. It, make, it, it leads me to believe... That there was something that he didn't want discovered.
2: Which, or, and maybe that's what started the house fire is that the kids
1: knew what he was ex- doing. That's what I'm I'm getting to. And yeah.
2: they were hoping, Hey, we'll start this fire, we'll disappear for a little while. Right. They'll find out that dad's a hitman for what the Cillian like Mafia. Yeah, a
1: hitman or a serial killer. I mean, you already, and then
2: you know, we can come out of hiding. And then when it never happened, they just said, "Well, look, they haven't found us yet, so we'll just kind of lay low." They could have went to Canada. I mean, it's not like that Canada's would
1: that, that far would explain away. a little bit of the. This the, is like the fathers right after
2: right after World War Two. So like the country is kind of like yeah not paying attention to five kids from that's true. West Virginia. Uh,
0: again one well, how they how they Escape from the fire, too, is weird. Like, George and his two older sons rushed to get a ladder to prop against the home so that the other children could escape. However, the ladder, which was always kept nearby, was mysteriously nowhere to be found. Mm. Again, Mm, like, okay, maybe children back in the day, you know, used their brains a little bit more. I don't know. Modern day. They
2: probably probably spent weeks, months planning this.
1: Okay, say their father is a bloodthirsty, like, killer, The oldest was 14,
2: though, man. Yeah, but...
1: yeah, and, and they had to see this stuff happen in their home home. A 14-year-old in
2: 1945 and a 14-year-old in
1: 2020. Right, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
2: Hey, you got to think, a 14-year-old in 1945
0: had just seen World War II. And yeah, in West Virginia, true.
1: They ain't got power. They ain't got...
0: Again, other details with this case. The father, he was desperate to save his children, of course. He ba- attempted to back up a truck to the house but inexplicably Hmm. neither truck on the property would start Hmm. to me it looks like a it looks like a mafia type situation yeah but what like it's sabotage okay i yeah that's fine but
1: that means he has to be involved in it way more than what he says he is yeah
2: what does this do what is george sauter and the cecilia mafia like I can sit here right now and bash the Russian mafia or bash like gonna whoever. Come. They're not going to come from me. Mark me. Yeah. Just because I said some mean things about him. What made him so important that the Sicilian mafia was like, we got to go off this guy and his whole family well, right he,
0: now. Well, he was very outspoken, but again, he you got to con- man. You yeah. got to you got to consider the times though. Word probably spread in a different way back then as it does today like a- our uh information's more widespread now. Maybe th- the connections and the communications uh that George had communication with was Yeah, who's he telling in this little small town in West Virginia
2: that it's getting all the way back to the Sicilian mafia? Agreed. They're like, We gotta go stop this guy from being mean to us. <laughs>
0: He's being but, but, mean But here's but and yeah, here's another thing that doesn't make sense. If it is a mafia type situation, why not just kill him? Well, but then you think about like what's the what's the worst thing you can do to somebody? Besides taking their life is taking the lives of people that they, they love. About. Yeah, but I feel like
2: shooting all the kids in the head with a gun while they're sleeping is a lot more effective than starting a fire
0: and hoping nobody gets out. But what's more what's more devastating to you seeing that, OK, they perished or not knowing where the hell they are or if they perished at all. So you and think, always so you wondering. Think, so you think the Sicilian mafia snuck into
2: a random house in a little town in West Virginia and quietly kidnapped five children with nobody hearing any yelling, screaming, or you know? Yeah. Have you ever tried to wake a child? <clears throat> up? Have you ever tried to move a child in the middle of the night? Yeah, and they don't wake up, so it's easy to move them if you have help but now because they're exhausted from <laughs> spending all day
0: on YouTube. No, I, I'm just saying, like, I- I, a 14-year-old now, a 14-year-old, come, come on. Well, if you have two guys, you know t- two grown men yeah but you'd uh, still yeah. hear some sort of I just I don't know yeah, yeah I don't know. but I, I would just I would say that the most devastating thing to me like if it happened to me personally yeah it would it would be devastating yeah, but even if they kidnapped him what did they keep them for the last sell them <laughs> sell them for whatever I mean I mean there's weird stuff that happens in the world like, like they could have sold them for for whatever You know or could have killed them later and then you know
1: child trafficking is a thing yeah
0: Yeah. or or they could have killed them and and just put them somewhere where they just completely disappeared nobody would ever find them again you know but it's just it's really really strange case that i wanted to talk about today and you know for everybody out there that's listening again that's what's cool about this podcast is you know we call it the paranormal mind but we talk about everything you know, true crime related, anything strange and unusual, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. You know, you can tell us how wrong we are. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know,
1: information on it. That'd be great.
0: And I think, yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Like if you have information or if you want to dig deeper and like communicate with us online and stuff on social media, uh, it's all a learning thing, but it's really cool to hear additional feedback. So we welcome that, like, yeah, it, or absolutely. or if we get facts wrong on the podcast, feel free to set us straight. I mean, we're all in this together. That's what it's all about. Just real quick. Final thought in a couple of sentences. Okay. Do you, do you think it was the mafia or do you have another theory on it?
2: I think it was a collective effort from the children to get
1: away. It's a good, good theory and one that I was hanging on to for a little bit. I am gearing it more to maybe being in the mafia, but I also think that the father is more involved with that than what we would have thought, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's the mafia too, honestly, because how can four kids, how can they collaborate together 14 all the way down to two years old? Yeah, that's true. I don't know how much they can actually plan that out. But anyway, that's our thoughts.
3: (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Help, H-E-L-P dot com slash P-60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. com slash P-60. There's a link for it on today's program guide.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to plug BJ's Billiards
0: yeah. right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and plug it. Bad yeah, and, and for the last two episodes, we've been talking about the background noise a little bit, and you're going to be hearing that because we are doing our podcast from a, a bar. From a bar, the best that's place right. to have one, right? So there's pool tables. It's a really cool atmosphere here. If you're ever in Macon, come to BJ's Billiards. It's a really cool place. The owner is fantastic. Really awesome. So uh, check it out. And that's our little plug for them. We really appreciate them letting us use their space. Yeah. It's been
1: great
0: because you know we don't have our own studio no yet no, so yet yet josh it's hasn't bought one
2: yet or <laughs> yeah
0: tonight. yeah i've been wondering the about finance- that it's like, <laughs> yeah it's like it's like josh josh will spend a healthy amount uh, on our endeavors which i really appreciate him because you know with that you know we i really appreciate that because he puts his all into Making our end product the best that it could be, so yeah, so, oh, give yourself yeah. a round of applause. Yeah. There, you go. Yeah. there you go, thank you, Josh's money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, got to give a shout out to Josh for you know, trying to go all in on the stuff that we're trying to do. So, anyway, he buys all this
1: stuff but then won't buy himself clothes.
0: That's right. That's right. He's doing the podcast naked right yeah, now, naked so. as a J. So, so subscribe to so, Patreon so yeah. you can see that. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. So there's Only a for the Patreon. So there's a Josh OnlyFans, and oh, then there's yeah. Patreon.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'm, I've already signed up for Feet Finder too. Yes.
0: Do we've seen it. those feet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they aren't making any money. In a no, go-go. no, yeah. no. So real hey, quick,
0: man. we've got to talk about this for a minute. All oh, right. God. So we were traveling to go doing an an event in uh, Louisiana. Right. And out of all of the places, all of the Airbnbs that we could get, we go to this quaint little town quaint. called Quaint, quaint? called uh, <laughs> this no. quaint town called Anacoco.
1: It's called Woods. So There's just woods.
0: Right. Is it's in the middle run of- middle of nowhere there's not even a dollar general and 45 mile radius yeah it was a a trailer park right so now now the advertisement the advertisement sugarcoat it for us (laughs) the advertisement for this place that we were going to (laughs) the pictures and everything was amazing they're they're like but but they say uh, in ground -ground pool Uh, which which, which which was really an above ground above pool ground pool with, with a deck, deck. <laughs> yeah. So it was not it was not an indoor or an in ground pool at all. We get there and there's cameras everywhere outside. Y'all remember that and yep. signs like camera yep. in use and all of this stuff. <coughs> and 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 before we even walk into this location that we're going to stay and spend the night, so we can do the event the next day and all this stuff there were a line of batteries. Y'all remember that? Uh, A line of batteries outside of this shed, like, underneath the little carport area. All the murdered. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we were wondering, like... This was pre-barbarian, too, for anyone who's seen the movie Barbarian. So good. (laughs) So, we were wondering, okay, are those to, like... To a generator dungeon somewhere that they're keeping people alive, or is it a generator to run all of their cameras? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. But anyway, Anna Coco was horrible. But fast forward a little bit. But yeah. The lady was lovely
2: and she cooked me a lovely breakfast the next morning while y'all slept in.
0: Wait, hold on a minute. What did she cook?
2: (laughs) She she had eggs and bacon and everything. Down there by the in ground. And you board. didn't bring us any, dude? No, y'all slept in. I didn't. I went
0: down there. You i never sleep her. in,
2: dude. You wake up at like two. In the what do you
1: want from us?
2: She made me breakfast and I just never told y'all. Oh, thanks
0: a lot. Now you did. Yeah. So thanks for that. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you broke something. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, God, these sound effects are like I love it. funny. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so we get into the place and we, we're picking our rooms. Right, there's three rooms, so we're like, this is awesome. And of course, Josh gets the the, the biggest room yeah. with mirrors everywhere. And he's
2: already like taking off his shoes and socks and yeah. everything. Welcome yeah,
0: home. He's lounging and and like me and Ray are looking. us like, okay, is there a possibility of bed bugs here? Like, we need to check this out before. <laughs> and Josh and Josh on the other hand just plops. Down like takes off his Shoes and plops on the bed without Even inspecting it yeah, he's and got just COVID toes At the time too yeah yeah, yeah that's What this I'm was like to. in the
1: height of COVID like when it was first Coming out
0: right so we pick our Rooms my room there was a deer Head on the mounted on the wall And the room was so small that it Was like going over like half of The bed <laughs> like appearing over the, the, the Half of the bed so we took the The deer head down and put it in The living room just so I could Sleep and feel like halfway comfortable anyway so josh was barefoot <laughs> and it was the grossest that i have ever seen in my life
1: yeah my feet were kind of jacked up then
0: what was it i don't ray honestly like can can you explain like what the hell was that Honestly, it was COVID
2: toes, man. He had like a a rash on the top of his foot that he was like unbearably itching, and
0: and he was scraping it all across the carpet, which was even (laughs) worse. (laughs) Like
1: the walk I was doing because I was like flipping my feet over. He was spreading.
0: He was spreading his COVID whatever <laughs> all over the place it was so a fungus so it was weird and he was i mean that's yeah. how the
1: last of us started it, it, yeah
0: but but it, that is a trip it's that, probably from taking
2: his shoes off at airbnb <coughs> exactly because i sleep above the sheets at all the air that is true that you is know what though guys true. that
1: was that was a really good trip.
0: It was it was, our, it was. it was.
1: our first time being at the Gothic Jail. Yeah. And, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah,
0: it was fun. It's 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 a trip that we talk about years later. So I mean, it's all I about guess the it, memories. Yeah, yeah. it's got to account for something. I guess
1: that's a, that's the best part about Airbnb's. Is like we never know what we're gonna get. Yeah. yeah.
0: True. True. That I think wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paranormal Mind for watching for all our patron members. And until the next one, we'll talk to you later.